The presidential motorcade has just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas and was circling through the fringes of the business district when three shots suddenly rang out. Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. Leftists are giant frauds. They always want you to live a certain way, but they never require it for themselves. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. You can see it in the middle of this pandemic. You know, they're going to tell everybody, oh, you got to wear a mask. You got to do six feet of social distancing. And then that was reduced to three feet. And then you find out, well, you know, you, you get vaccinated, then you're okay. Only you're not. Because the unvaccinated are killing the vaccinated, whatever the case may be. But when they go out and tell you you have to wear a mask and then you can't go to a restaurant, you need to be locked down in your home while they're out there eating at Michelin starred restaurants like the French Laundry. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable when they're taking trips to their timeshare to watch their, their daughters get married in Mexico while you had to miss your opportunity to even have a wedding, while you had to miss attending a funeral, being by a dying loved one's side because you couldn't go into the hospital. But then, you know, you've got governors who all implemented these mandates hanging out in the Outer Banks of North Carolina at their beach house, right? Governor Northam taking trips down to Florida, right? Governor Whitmer, all of them are frauds. Like the mayor of San Francisco, she attended some jazz session, some hip-hop jazz, and somebody spotted her hanging out in a jazz club, no mask, you know, who cares about the pandemic, because these people are ridiculous. Listen to a little bit of this. And really, when I looked them up, they said, oh, this is some legendary jazz uh, supergroup. Why does it sound so awful? It's just completely bad. I mean, at least the drummer was good, you know, the musicians are good, but whoever the hell was singing, God, just completely bad. But anyways, they're frauds. And this is even before the pandemic. Think about climate change. Climate change is the most fraudulent garbage known to man. Yeah, the climate's always going to change. That's called weather. That's called cycles. And from my understanding, from my research, we're in the middle of a new solar cycle. <laughs> the sunspots kind of disappeared about, what, a year and a half, two years ago? Sun is going through a completely different cycle. They even noticed the Mars polar caps melted or melted down a bit. That wasn't the Mars rover. 
The emissions from the Mars rover didn't go out there and melt the ice caps. If you're in that solar system, whatever the sun does is going to impact the temperature on these planets. But they want you to think, well, it's your gas guzzling engine. You need to drive one of these lithium cars, the bad electric cars, you know, the ones that when they catch on fire, we can't put out. It's impossible to put out when they are disposed of. They go into a landfill and end up being more detrimental to the environment than fossil fuels. But, you know, we can't live like they do. We have to think about taking some light rail that's going to be constructed around the globe that no one's going to take. Because typically, like right here in my hometown, there's a light rail system that they put in. Guess what? Takes me 30 minutes to get on the light rail to take it to somewhere I could have driven 30 minutes to. The only people it serves are the tourists and the people where those hotels uh, finish off the line. Those lines intersect right with the hotels, and those people are the developers who are the monarchies of this locality that I live in. (laughs) The oceanfront is all owned by these people. So it benefits them. It benefits the city planners. But what it doesn't do, (laughs) it doesn't allow you to live the way you want to live because now you're dependent on light rail for your transportation while they go flying down to Davos to sit there and talk about climate change in their private jets. They're frauds. I mean, in fact, I think Secretary Kerry flew out of the country to Japan, I think it was, so he can attend the climate summit via Zoom. So not only did he not go there in person with his private jet, but he flew out of the country so he could go and attend via Zoom online virtual meeting. Complete hypocrites. And the biggest hypocrite of all right now is our dingbat favorite representative, Andrea Ocasio-Cortez. She's an idiot. She is like the Ms. South Carolina. Remember her? I personally believe that U.S. Americans uh, don't know where uh, Iraq and such as and whatever uh, are because they don't have maps. Yeah, that's what she sounds like. Freaking Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She is just a bobblehead of stupidity. She didn't know what a garbage disposal was. I mean, she's out there crying at the border when she was outside of a fenced... Nowhere near where the facility was. She's not in Del Rio watching the thousands of Haitians under the bridge. She's not crying down there. No, she is uh, attending Met Gala. I didn't even know what the hell the Met Gala was. All I know is it was trending on Twitter and it was a bunch of, you know, what, Billie Eilish and all these other freaking Hollywood douchebags. And and uh, they, I don't know. They, these elitists were all there and they were making it like a big deal. But it was something that Vogue put on. And she shows up in this tax the rich dress, you know, trying to look all uh, hip, you know. You ain't Joy Reid. You can't roll up with a build the wall dress and make an impact. You walk in there with tax the rich and you look like a fool, but you also look like the bourgeoisie. You're not the proletariat princess that you make yourself out to be the woman of the people. She's got people carrying her train of her dress. I mean, listen to this video that Vogue put out because a lot of her fans are now pretty turned off by her because they think that she is hobnobbing with the elites and that she has become the elites. I mean, 
She now lives in a posh new, uh, D.C. neighborhood because of her job. She now gets to go to Whole Foods to shop every day. Have you been there? It's pretty expensive driving her Tesla, her electric car. She's doing quite well for herself, but she's still a dingbat. She's still an idiot. And they did this entire, uh, it almost looked like a Hollywood elitist video of her walking into the Met Gala and they're doing her makeup. I mean, it looks like, you know, just she's about to go down the red carpet and Joan Rivers is going to magically reappear to to kind of be snide and throw remarks at her as she gets interviewed. Maybe Melissa Joan Rivers is going to be there. I don't know. But um, <laughs> this, listen to these people. And why does her boyfriend sound so effeminate? I'm not trying to insinuate anything here, but it's just that soy boy metrosexual could be gay. Maybe he's not. I don't know. We don't know. You're not allowed to question that or you're going to be demonetized. Thankfully, I don't make any money, and uh, most of my stuff has been squashed, and I can tell the analytics have gone into the crapper. I don't really care because I don't do this for that. I do this to get things off my chest, to uh, espouse my beliefs so that my children can listen to it one day and know where I stood on the issues, to enjoy the talents I have from my radio broadcasting career, and to engage with you guys. So, you know... That's why I do it. So I don't care if I get squashed because of this. But check out this little video of them uh, talking about her dress, the tax, the rich, and she's just hobnobbing it at this uh, Met Gala. We're in the van on the way there. Rebecca's in here and others, designer and stuff. So we're like in there. We're going to be hit the carpet in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. We hope. Thank you. Check it out. Okay. Oh, so I'm trying to get the lighting. It says tax the rich. Sorry, we got our window. We have to take it. Oh, I look great. Thank you. We will. <laughs> Yeah, so she wants to pretend that she's for the people. And she's going to fight for you. Fight for the little guy. Capitalism is evil while she's selling hoodies for like 40 bucks a pop. Coffee cups for 27 bucks. She'll be called sales tax the rich on her dress. Because the sales tax you're going to pay for her coffee cup for 27 bucks is probably going to be a couple bucks every time you buy one of her items. Using capitalism to promote socialism and communism is very Chinese, you know, very Chinese of you. <laughs> I mean, to use capitalism, because that's what they always do. You notice China ended up coming back. Why? Because they injected capitalism into their government. India started moving back. Why? Because they injected free market capitalism into their uh, institutions. What happened in Russia after the Berlin Wall goes down and then we end up watching the collapse of the Soviet Union? Uh, Boris Yeltsin is then in power injecting capitalism in and all of a sudden they started moving ahead before they turned back towards communism because control over the people is more important than allowing the people's own success. That's how this operates. So she wants to stand up for those people that are living off of the government teat and not paying their uh, mortgages 
or not their mortgages, their rent to their landlords because all the landlords are evil people, you know? Even though I own two houses and I rent those out, I didn't want to become a landlord. It just kind of worked out that way. A lot of people like myself are in that position. We're not big wigs that have all these houses and, you know, that's, that's the New York mentality. Can't think outside the bubble, think everything's rent controlled and owned by some giant, uh, you know, slumlord. But she wanted to make sure that no one gets evicted. Uh, during the coronavirus, uh, even though they're getting paid not to work and jobs are plentiful because there is nobody to take them because they're getting paid not to work and they're not paying their their rent, she's going to fight for the eviction moratorium. ...to our housing crisis. Uh, the lack of available housing stock and the fear of eviction has existed even prior to the pandemic, and the pandemic has only made it worse to the point that people are seeking alternatives to the housing stock that are often dangerous. Um, now, that being said, um, speaking about those longstanding inequities, many low-income renters struggle to make ends meet uh, even before the pandemic. And with the lapsing of unemployment, the striking of the eviction moratorium, all of these things have placed renters in an even more perilous position. Uh, you know, we've discussed about some of the difficulties and the committee has addressed some of the difficulties in state implementation. All right. She is for the people fighting to make sure that you won't be evicted for not paying your, your rent to your landlord. Uh-oh. Mediate. Designer of AOC's Tax the Rich Met Gala dress owes over 100000 in back taxes, accused of being a rent deadbeat and running a sweatshop of unpaid interns. It's from Mediaite. Proven irony never goes out of style. Aurora James, the designer of Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's viral Tax the Rich Met Gala gown, is a tax deadbeat herself, according to a report by the New York Post. James is a, quote, notorious tax deadbeat with unpaid debts dodging her in multiple states, reported that the Post was digging it up to show that the last six IRS tax liens totaled $103,220 on the parent company of her fashion brand, three open tax warrants in New York State for failing to withhold $14,798 in income taxes from employee paychecks, plus 12 others since resolved New York tax warrants, and a $17,000 fine for failing to carry workers' compensation insurance. She's also a rent deadbeater. <laughs> she describing an eviction action by James' previous landlord, along with a demand for more than $25,000 plus interest for her staying beyond her lease. The case was settled for an undisclosed amount. Another previous landlord reportedly sued James for more than $5,000 in unpaid rent, sending her a letter complaining that she had, quote, never had paid your rent in a timely manner. James' former employees were all too willing to slap down their old boss's efforts to paint herself as a hero of the working class, describing her fashion brand as a, quote, sweatshop that relied on legions of unpaid interns working full-time jobs. Quote, I expected a lot of harassment when I worked for her, one former contract employee told The Post. Aurora would ask me to do things that were not in anyone's job description, like scheduling her gynecological appointments. The work environment was so hostile that I was afraid to ask for my check. The employee was ultimately terminated. An ex-intern called James quite cold, adding that, quote, she never gives recognition or accomplishment to her team. Of course, because they don't live like you do. They demand you to be taxed 
because you might make $200,000 or more. Maybe your household makes that, and they want to tax the rich, but they don't pay their taxes, right, Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden still owes thousands and thousands in back taxes, too. The president's son doing blow off of a pregnant stripper that he doesn't even remember her name after he knocked her up is owing back taxes, and we do nothing but sit there and watch the left go, Donald Trump Jr. is going to be arrested, perp-walked. No, he's not. He didn't do anything wrong. But you know what? These fools never live by the standards that they want you to live. They don't get to uh, shove you out of a business, close down your hairdressing salon, close down your gym while they keep their winery open. Right, Governor Newsom? That's how they operate. It's rules for thee, not for me. Back in a moment. This is Adrian Slade. So the other newsworthy event that happened over the weekend was the Justice for J6 rally, right? The rally we we never heard of. (laughs) I never heard of it. Most people in the political space weren't talking about it. Most people were unaware. Apparently there were some people that were there. uh, A state representative, I guess. I don't know. The purpose for the rally was supposedly to, you know, get out there and protest the fact that these individuals that were arrested as part of the January 6th Capitol insurrection, um, that they're still in solitary confinement. They're still in jail. I mean, most of them have all been uh, tried for trespassing, misdemeanor. I mean, just ridiculous crimes because, you know, the police, we've talked about it already on this podcast, the Capitol Police ushered them in. They were taking selfies with them. Grandma was walking through. It wasn't until... Ashley Ashley Babbitt was shot by a Capitol Police officer uh, while she was climbing through a window that was broken with the SWAT team behind her. So there was questionable questionable actions done by Officer Byrd, who apparently has a history of malfeasance and and dumbassery. He left his uh, weapon somewhere in the public for a long period of time. I think he left it in the bathroom or something. So he's not really exactly the best officer. Um, But so they decided they were going to have a rally for this. And, you know, the Biden administration's got to put the fence back up with the barbed wire. And we've got to issue tons of Capitol Police in riot gear. And in fact, they were so worried they they wanted to phone the Pentagon because that's what you do. You call up the Pentagon and say, hey, can I get some army out here? Maybe some Air Force Marines? Uh, Never mind the fact that those are usually deployed by the mayor or the president or some executive in chief. They're just going to pick up the phone. Maybe they call Mark Milley or General Milley. Let's just get Milley on the phone and he'll give us some troops. I mean, he doesn't really care for America. He's more for China. Listen to his glowing speaking, his glowing words about China back in 2015. As as you alluded to in the previous question, China is not an enemy. And I think that's important for people to clearly understand. Uh, China is a rising power. Uh, China has been a rising power since uh, Deng Xiaoping in 79. And they've been clicking off at 10% growth for almost 30 years, and they dropped down to about 7% last year or two. And they'll probably drop again, you know, and come into the range of normalcy and 3 to 5% growth. But that's still significant economic growth. And there's been a really large historic change from a North Atlantic-based global economy to now it's proceeding to be a North Pacific-based global economy. So uh, with respect to China, um, what normally happens historically, 
it's not in all cases, but in most cases, where you have economic growth of that magnitude typically follows military power. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a, <clears throat> a significant increase in, in uh, Chinese military uh, capabilities over the last uh, 10 to 20 years. Uh, and uh, they are going to develop themselves and are developing themselves uh, into a great power. That is not to say, however, that they're an enemy. Yeah, so that's the guy who basically tried to sell Donald Trump out, take away his ability to uh, be the commander-in-chief by the Constitution. Uh, maybe he can get some people to help out, because we're going to need all these people out on the White House lawn to keep these violent insurrectionists from attacking the Capitol. Only what happened was there was more police and press than there were and there were protesters. There was the, the rally was so small that there was hardly any people there, but there was an influx of, you know, the DC press corps. They were there because they don't really want to, you know, go to a real event that needs to be covered for news, like the Haitians that somehow came from Haiti to Del Rio, Texas, by the tens of thousands and are sitting under a bridge trying to get in. Some of them have been living in Chile for the last five years. Who, who knew? I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Haitians were living in Chile waiting to come to America five years later. But somehow the Haitians got on their boat, uh, came across the Gulf of Mexico, and walked through the middle of Mexico to Del Rio, Texas. I don't know. Seems like there was probably some assistance there. But we aren't allowed to cover that event. In fact, the FAA shut down the airspace and the Fox affiliate down there in Texas had to fly with the police department to get any footage whatsoever. But yeah, because, you know, we can't let that be seen on TV, you know, but we couldn't spend the resources to go down there. You know, the, we couldn't spend the money to have a force, Homeland Security, police force, National Guard, whatever, down at the border of Texas, we couldn't have the journalists go down and actually report on a real story. They had to go out to their own backyard and hope for some insurrection, violent insurrection that never happened. And what happens if you have uh, an entrapment uh, insurrection rally? You know, when, what if you throw an insurrection party and no one shows? <laughs> well, that's kind of what happened. Nobody showed. <laughs> and you see all these officers leaving just in droves. I mean, it was almost, you know, KGB-esque, you know. And then on top of it, there's this photo floating around of like five guys, crew cuts. They've got rolled up jean shorts and they look like they look like they're from some frat party. They're like, hey, brah, you want to play some beer pong? Yeah, I think the chicks from Five Beta Kappa, the pledges are going to be out here in a little bit. Got the keg in the ground. I mean, one somebody online called him Abercrombie and Snitch. It was obvious the feds were there. And the one person that was arrested was a guy. They said, oh, he's got a gun. He's masked. Oh, he showed his badge. He was also an undercover officer. So their little trap fell apart. And that made for a great news day because everybody mocked him online. And again, they've been shown for the frauds that they are. And we really need to be vigilant about this kind of stuff because these kind of things can blow up in our face if we allow them to. We need to stay always two steps ahead of these frauds. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker, TuneIn, iHeart, 
Spotify. You can also get the channel on the Roku app in your Roku streaming store. You can also donate anchor.fm slash Adrian Slade slash support. Or call to be on the show, 1929 Go Go USA, 1929 Go Go USA. God bless.